Beaver with you for show us your tips as we get stuck into Epsom Day. Always one of my favourite cards of the year. And this is no exception. I'm pretty excited for this round week card. Beaver, you look ecstatic to be discussing this with me today. Yeah, you're very excited, aren't you? I'm excited. Um, I wait till I get to a couple later. Card. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't as excited as you about this card, but um, when we dig into it, we might uh, see why you're so excited and uh, why the beaver's a bit uh, less and a bit more reserved on this card. But uh, yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Daki, and looking forward to running through and finding a few winners for the punters. Uh, speaking of winners, who's going to win the AFL and NRL Grand Finals? I think um, I'm looking for, hope, hoping for really good games, but I think that the two top teams all year will probably um, assert their authority. I think uh, Collingwood will will have the class hedge on on Brisbane. Um, Brisbane will be relying on a few few key players, uh, but Collingwood uh, to get the chockies in Melbourne and the Panthers. I think the Panthers have been the best team. Uh, Broncos are the only team that can push them, but I think their experience and uh, big game uh, players will will come to the forefront and prove too good. Yeah, Penrith will win. Penrith are, are morals. I hate to say it, but they will win again. Yeah, um, they have been outstanding these last six weeks. And but you're right, the only team, the Brisbane are the only team that can beat them. And I'm looking forward to what hopefully will be the best grand final we've had in recent times. Yeah, I think if Brisbane can stay with them early, that's the the only chance. If they um, give them too much start, uh, that will prove too hard. Brisbane will outmuscle them early, but they've got to make them chase twelve. 12 or 18 points. They've got to score first. That's right. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, 100%. Uh, no chance. Anyway, we're here to talk racing for progetracing.com.au. Of course, check them out for regular tips as well as all the news uh, going on there. Uh, but we're kicking off Epsom Day on a good track. We've had a bit of rain overnight, which should just mean it's in perfect order. The rail is true. And it's a nice mix, this car. I think what I like about it is there are a few shorties you can single out as we go um, that should win. And then there's some races you can play wide and fade to be had. So a nice mix throughout the afternoon, but we're kicking off with the midway, which is at 1,800 metres, benchmark 72 level as usual. Uh, and I'll let you kick us off. Oh, such, so kind of you to let me kick off. I know off you'd love this race. This bloody awful affair. Oh, mate, this is horrible. Did you miss not doing the highway no, this week? I'm not a big fan of, uh, I'm not a big fan of midways, but this is the worst one I've ever seen. Um, Mate, this is pure guesswork. And so, yeah, I'm going to uh, put my disclaimer here. I've put on top number nine now, Marianne, at $10. Uh, don't know why. Uh, it's been consistent and probably can run into a hole. Um, yeah, no idea. I'm going to start the day by having something on Patrika missed here. I thought she was pretty brave. Uh, stuck outside lead first up and, and wide there. I think out to 800 metres from gate one, Hieronymus is going to punch under and could even... And, and should tag right in the back of Oakfield Red Gum. Uh, and around the 20s, uh, I'm going to have something on it to each way. Uh, I did think State of America was a chance, but is a ridiculously short price. And Ari Marianne, who beat at home, uh, was the next best. Uh, I'll find a way to perhaps cover all three, but uh, especially Patrika Miss. And I agree, probably Ari Marianne at the double figures still has a nice upside here. Uh, the first of our debutante races, the Jim Crack Stakes, where the... Two-year-old fillies step out for the first time uh, is up next. Have you got stuck into any of these trials? Did any catch your eye? Yeah, look, uh, mate, all, 
you know, lots of trials, lots, lots of horses to get through. Um, I did, I, I was taken by the, the one that they have put on top here, Lady um, Camelot, Lady of Camelot. I thought that was a really, really good trial. Put paid to him fairly comfortable here. Looks like a ready-made um, galloper up and up and ready to go for Waterhouse. Uh, McDonald has jumped on, which I think is a good liner. And, you know, I think it's probably got the edge on her other, which is the second favourite. Just a couple other chances in here. Um, always a bit of a mystery, some of these. They can jump out of the ground, but I've got this one on top. I think the, 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 my, uh, the main blip, 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 the main chance is two. Uh, I flipped them. I thought Lady Tassel was quite impressive, um, maintaining that pace right through the trial. Uh, and I had it on top from Lady of Camelot, who has found J-Mac. And the other stablemate, Celestial Bling, gets the complete suck run and, more importantly, gets the rail to follow for the babies. Uh, and at 14 bucks, might be worth thinking about a little bit outside the market. But we'll always uh, watch and learn, obviously, for the first time here. The fourth is, uh, third is the Breeders, the boys' version over 1,000 metres again for the t new season two-year-olds. Uh, and the Snowdens have backed the truck up here. But I... Well... I thought Scampi was outstanding. The market's right here. It was absolutely outstanding, bouncing onto the bunny and uh, leading that troll throughout. Uh, if it can do the same here, it's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, from a bunch of... They all trolled well, these horses. Uh, I'd only be listing them, but uh, all the Snowden runners trolled similarly. Uh, I thought Straight Charge trolled okay, so um, if this favourite doesn't win, it could be anyone's. Uh, Want to add to that tremendous insight I just provided? Yeah, I was the same as you. It was a it was a pretty impressive in its um, trial. Uh, very very nice win, good time. Um, and again, uh, Mar Eustace when they when they roll these ones out, they generally are very hard to beat. So I had it on top. And then you know it was really hard to get a line on Snowden had a couple Waterhouse. I thought something like Espionage could run well yep. around the twenties from the Waterhouse stable. Um, that was the other nice trial winner, and I thought it presented a, a good price in Blake Shin Award. Yeah, good shout. Uh, I'm very interested to see how all these O'Shea runners do resume because they've all got a bit of ability. Um, not that I've found them. I've, I have stuck back with uh, Altiva here, who was a horror watch first up, back to the inside, and just never, ever got a crack. Outside gate gets clear air, I think it can atone. Uh, from Renaissance Woman, who trialled as well as she always does and, and does suck us in. We say those trials sometimes. But uh, this isn't a bad kickoff point, this race, with, uh, as I said, plenty of stays resuming. Uh, around the $9 mark is a worthy each-way play. Uh, but a few of these, I assume, are heading to a derby. So we'll be watching and taking notes again. The fifth is a listed dulcifier. Yeah, Come. You're not giving me a say. Oh, didn't you do? Oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, do it. Who do you like? Seems like it's not important, mate. Got nothing to offer here. I was a bit disappointed, Altivo, first up. Okay. Um, wasn't, and it's drawn 15 here, so um, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm going for a Renaissance woman, um, resuming here. Uh, probably doesn't do its best work first up, but I think it's a horse that's got some ability and potential and uh, interestingly up first up over 1600 uh, I thought uh, with any luck it might uh, be running on and running on strongly so I've got it on top thought promises kept could run well yep keen to see how it goes fresh obviously you're watching Altivo but um, willing to take it on uh, given um, 
I was a bit disappointed first up and want to see it uh, get back to its best first. I, I like that you mentioned Promises Kept actually because it was a horse I sort of went looking for. Uh, but some quiet trial, it's not like I could pin anything on those trials, but could all be the most talented horse in this race. Um, so worthwhile thinking about. Okay, now we'll get to the Dulcifier, which is the listed mile for the three-year-olds. And I'm going to let you go first this time. There you go. Thank you, Adrian. Um, pretty keen on Tom Kitten here. Um, first up was outstanding. Pretty good run last start. Um, all things equal. Uh, NCAT wasn't the worst run last week. It hit the front and looked like it was going to be mm. in it. And it finished off nicely. Um, extra 200 here. Uh, third up, I think, fitter now. Won't get as far back out of its ground as it was last start. And uh, gate seven is perfect. Uh, clear on top for me. Um, one of the better bets. Agree. Nash, Nash will atone for last week. Uh, it was in a tricky spot to win and was by no means a slugs race, but I uh, had a lot to do. But Miles sets up perfectly now. Uh, and I noticed Nash has slept in till race four to save himself for some of these. So, I, yeah, easy on top. And let's be honest, this this is a midweek race once you get past it. There's nothing That's here. That's my thinking. Yeah. Um, if I made me a danger, it's Townhauser, who was actually better than I thought ducking up the fence there. Uh, quietly snuck along the fence and picked a few off late. Uh, straight to the mile with J-Mac. Uh, obvious, obvious danger for me. Just about a race in, well, let's say one and a half, maybe two. The first of the features is the Group 1 flight stakes for the three-year-old fillies. And I just zeroed straight in on different form here. Uh, Molly Nickers, clear on top. I've been waiting for something worthwhile coming into this form line all the way through. Uh, it was slow out and hit the ground quite well. I hit the line quite well at Mooney Valley first up. Gate one, it's just going to lob straight into the perfect spot behind Tropical Squall for Jamie Carr. And I think she's a nice horse. I think $7 is a good price and it is on top. Uh, if she doesn't win, uh, then Tiz Vincent probably wins again, and um, that's boring. So I've gone the other way. Uh, how have you gone? Now I'm going to go for Tropical School to turn the tables. Yeah. Um, I think now we're up to the 1600. Uh, I know it uh, suits. I think it'll take up the running here. Had to do a bit of work to get across last start from the 12. I think it'll get to the front um, a little bit easier here from the, the five gate and just might be able to control the pace a little bit more here. Hoping the 1600 suits, uh, extra fitness under its belt, um, has had the one to start the, the, the other two that beat the home last start. I just think at the $7 compared to the 270 uh, presents nice value. And uh, Molly Nickers, I think you're right, can run well as well. It's a tropical score for me. Excellent. Could be a big day for Gay Waterhouse again. Um, she's got a, well, the stable's flying, but they've got chances all through the card. Uh, including here, where it is the 1,200-metre Premier Stakes, a Group 2, uh, the next uh, and possibly last stop for some of these on the way to the Everest. Uh, and we see the resumption of another nice horse in Think About It, Beaver. What do you made of all of these? Yeah, look, uh, what can I say? Uh, think About It, it is. Uh, clearly, clear on top pick for me here. Um, it's just a horse you just got to keep following. Uh, quality horse. Resuming here, gate two, uh, no issue. And again, um, some of these horses have to get back to their, their best form to probably challenge it. 
the market's right is is all I say for this race, and let's think about it on top. Uh, gets a great run, is trialled up uh, as good as you'd expect, and is a good horse uh, from Zapateo, who comes through a, a reasonable a reasonable race there actually uh, behind a couple of good horses who have both gone missing since. Um, uh, well, one Sunshine and Paris who says have been out since. Uh, Jay Macon gets perfect run, and I think the interesting runner here is Alcohol Free, given. Um, it got stuck on a couple of bog tracks in its first prep. Uh, has trailed up pretty well in the dry. Uh, has some nice 1,200-metre form overseas. Joe Marrera's on. And Yulong, I believe, still have an Everest spot, slot up for grabs. Uh, I suggest this will be putting in a forward showing to try and secure or try and convince them to run it in the Everest. So uh, is a live chance. Going to a lot of my thoughts when we get to the quaddy. The feature, and uh, as I said, one of my favourite races in the calendar is the mile TAB Epsom handicap. Uh, and I, I really love this race, Beaver. But would you like to have first crack before I tell you who's going to win it? Yeah, look, a uh, really good race here. Um, I narrowed it down to two. Um, I landed on number eight, Hope in Your Heart, as as the horse to beat. Uh, I think it can run really well, liked its first up win, and it was really impressive when last in work. thought the main danger was number 17. Redina, uh, that was a quality first up win, is a horse that just keeps improving with every run. And again, uh, has the right draw here to be right in the finish. I found it really hard to split those two, be backing both, um, just eight slightly in front of the 17. What we want in these races, these big handicaps, is outside gates. Uh, and that's where I've gone looking and uh, and I've found, and I'm, I'm so keen, in fact, I've already backed it at 30s and about eight bucks a place, uh, Alentia here. Uh, very good first up, three wide given, none second up, too far back, tick over again, third up. Now, this would have been its goal all along, gets an outside gate, 50 kilos. Uh, Waller will be just giddy to have this runner here now. This would have been a goal from the start, and as I said, I've backed it at 30s. Uh, we'll be in the finish from, uh, what have I got next? The next gate to it would be Golden Mile. Again, outside gate. Uh, the only time it got any luck, this preparation, it bolted in last time, gets Blake Shin, will be stalking uh, in its 20s. Uh, next best, Oberon, my Oberon, who will be coming home with him. And that was a very good run behind uh, the two top alleged wait-for-age stars in Sydney. Uh, and again, it's another one at 20s that's been completely forgotten. Going to play with that trifecta. I'm going to back all three. Uh, I would have declared Redina if it had have drawn out, but do I really want to be with Cathy O'Hara? Three back the fence in a race like this? No. Excited. Very excited to be betting into this field. You couldn't tell. Very excited. You are very excited. <laughs> to see uh, who... Well, to see another exciting horse in the next, which is a 2,400-metre Group 1 Metropolitan Handicap. Uh, are they going to beat this favourite? I don't think so. I'm super keen to see how it goes because this is going to give you a really good guide on this horse's Melbourne Cup chances. Um, I think if it blows these away, um, which it should, it'll probably tighten again in the market in the Cup, which probably shouldn't because there's not many horses in this. <laughs> it'll tell you one thing, either it's a genuine chance in the Cup, but if it blows these away, it's probably going to, you're probably going to be getting unders. Um, and if it doesn't, then uh, put a line through it all together. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll be winning. Uh, just getting better the further they go. And uh, 50 kilos is nothing on its back. And this is an ordinary race. 
Yeah, Gay loves winning this race, uh, and she'll win another one here. Gets absolute perfect run, no weight in its back. Uh, Rachel King doesn't have to think too much, just uh, get somewhere up there and out of trouble, and it'll win. Uh, that's all I've got to say. I'll, uh, I'll throw uh, future history in coming out down from Melbourne if I'm going to do any exotics, uh, just because it is different form, and we've seen that towel up what we've got in Sydney. We finish off with a 1,200-metre benchmark, 94, another shorty for Gay in the last in Kibu. Uh, does it win or have we got something else to offer? Look, it's a, it's a tricky little affair, to be honest. Um, I've got Kibu on top because I, I think it's got some ability. I'm a bit concerned about the $2.30. I but thought it, it does a little bit It skinny, doesn't get everything its own way for a $2 chance, does it? No, that, that's what I was a bit concerned yeah. about because... I'm a big fan of Garza Blanca, as you know, and it, it did hold on to beat it, and it, it did fight really well to the line there, and I think it's going to be further improved off that. Um, so holds the 56 and a half. I'm just much, much better is going to take it on. But Kibbit didn't leave. Oh, it's kind of sat in behind him last night anyway. Um, so I wasn't so concerned about that. I think it might just get in the sit here and then at the top of the straight uh, pink to the front. There's a few other horses in here that are going okay and can run on run on quite well. Um, again, there's horses down here that can crop up. Can crop up. Um, but, you know, Pazero, Wetigas, um, they're all capable of showing up on the day, but I just thought this might have the edge. Main danger recommendation. I just think it's mm -hmm. a horse that's got plenty of potential and the fact that my uses have brought it here um, is a good sign. I was figuring um, that Kibu does take the sit. Uh, behind, as you said, behind uh, much, much better and, and fierce and, and possibly even uh, Wetagos. But uh, I, I do think it's too short. Um, I do have it on top from recommendation, as you said. But uh, some of the – and some of these Waller resumers just feel like one of them can bob up here uh, with a sniper's chance, so they'll all go in the quaddy. So that's how I'm finishing the day. Um, more likely, I'm, I'm probably more inclined to play each way around Wetagos and uh, Rubanos, to be honest. But – uh, we'll see how far ahead I am by then. For progroupracing.com.au, I've got to do a quaddy for Epsom Day. In the first leg, I'm going to go two, think about it, eight, alcohol-free, nine, Bella Nipotina, and ten, Zapateo. Second leg, one, my Oberon, two, the inevitable, four, glowing Gobel, who gets J-Mac and uh, has been okay, uh, eight, hope in your heart, 18, Barbie's Fox, 19 Waterford, 20 Alentia. We're skinning up the next leg, and you can either go one out with just fine. Uh, if you want something different, throw in Major Bill number four, uh, number 16, Future History. And I kept coming back to Manzois uh, at about 50s, at, which is number seven. But as I said, if you want to skinny up, just throw in the favourite. And let's come home with whichever one Nash rides out of the Lassophile and the luck, Extremely Lucky, which is one and seven. Uh, two recommendation, four Rabanos, eight Kabu, nine Wategos, 17 Fearson, 18 Airman. Uh, this time last year we landed one at about 20 grand, so hopefully we can get a slice of something similar. Uh, for progetracing.com, your best That's in value. The plan. It certainly is. Who's that your is best in plan. value? My best is race nine, number 14, just fine. And my value is race eight, number eight, hope in your heart. I'm going to make race nine, number 14, just fine, my best as well. And my value is race eight, number 20, Alentia. Uh, as we head to the Sunday afternoon 
races, which is at Sandown Hillside, where the rail moves six metres. We're on a good track. A little bit of drizzle forecast throughout the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, not a bad card here, which kicks off with a benchmark 70, Beaver. Uh, and you can tell us who's going to win it. Yeah, tricky race to start the day. Um, probably thought the favour was a little bit skinny at $2.30. What, what was your thoughts? Yes, but I also think it gets it maps just perfect. Jumps straight into yeah. uh, box seat. And I decided just to be against the uh, Vasia and Jenny Pending race because I couldn't split them. So I thought coming back from an okay resumption straight out to 1,400 metres for Jamie Carr, I think she's going to be on pace and hard to beat. Yeah, probably want three bucks. Perfect. You've confirmed my thinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did have it on top. I was just a bit. I, I, I was just a bit concerned about the price. I thought it might have been a little bit skinny, but um, when you look at the form of the other horses while they've been winning, it hasn't been um, in super company. It's yeah. great company, and Wishlaw Lass was um, pretty impressive when last in works. So I did. I did have it on top. Wanted a little bit more um, out of the price. Yeah, not much more to add. For the first, the second is a thousand meter handicap. Uh, I believe they're all coming here, but I think that Sarasana has trialed beautifully for this. I really like both trials in this time. Uh, had a nice debut here last prep before heading to, I think it was a Blue Diamond Prelude, one of the Blue Diamond lead ups where it ran well. Gets Blake Shin, uh, and it's on top from Hedged, who is coming back from a good race and is the clear danger. It's a race in two, just leading to the value slightly with the filly. I did the same. I uh, thought the regime could uh, be hard to beat. I was a bit so-so about Hedges' last start. Um, and even when it won, it wasn't, I don't think it was super impressive. Uh, I think the other one might be just the up-and-comer, and I'm willing to take the price to see. Beauty. The third is a 1,400-metre handicap for the three-year-old Colt and Geldings, uh, where I've, well, if whichever one turns up here out of King of Fighters and Vedad, and we mentioned both of them are in at the Valley as well, uh, I think whichever one's here will win. And uh, that's all I've got to say about the race. Yes, same, same for me. I, I'm hoping that Dad comes here because uh, I think it can win here and uh, be super hard to beat if it doesn't. Uh, number 10, Copa Cabana. Uh, wasn't bad first up and has some natural improvement, can run well. This race will change complexion if those two are taken out. Absolutely. Uh, we've got the Phillies version up next, which is, again, over 1,400 metres. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, I've gone for number six here, Karina Queen. Um, it was really good uh, at its only start before put out to a spell, uh, brought back, uh, ran a really nice race first up. I think this sets up well. I like the gate 10, Mickey D aboard and um, $5, uh, I'm on. Beautiful. I am going to play each way around Miss Ari here. I, I liked its res resumption win. I liked some of the stuff it was doing uh, in the lead up to its last couple of preps, and mm. this might be the time for it. Might even be on the way to an Oaks path. Uh, it's going to play each way around it, but then I struggled to split uh, Moesha, who went out wide for a kill and looked good, and Karina Queen, you've covered off. Um, so I'll just uh, hope it can run to a hole and maybe slightly better for us here. The fifth is an 1,800-metre benchmark, 78, and uh, I've come up with your, your favourite horse here, Beaver, Hennessy Lad. If it's ever going to win a race, well, this is it. Yeah, this is it. it. Uh, Sherrod, I know it's got Sheridan Clark on, but the job is just to get to the front from that or, or close enough in this race. And I think it is one 
of the better value bets on the card. Uh, it has been very honest, and we've seen the form stack up, including First Immortal, who yeah might win a Caulfield Cup off the back of its last run. Uh, and uh, on top from me, I and the, I wanted to put Vegeta San on top. I did like its last run. It brings Sydney form. Uh, the only reason it's not on top is because it's Vegeta San. But go ahead and tip it. Which is your other favourite horse? No, no, I'm going Hennessy Dad here. Um, clear on top for me. Um, again, I thought it was great value. It's been ultra consistent this time in. Uh, had to do hard work last start and still stuck on quite nicely. Um, there's there's none of those horses in this. I thought the main danger now was third up was Warsfold. Yeah. Thought it could run well. Thought both two runs in have been okay, but Hennessy Lab on top for me, Warsfold is the, is the saver. Excellent. Uh, race six is a 15, if this is the feature, 1500 meter group three Sandown Stakes. Then you can talk about your other favorite horse here, Antino. Absolutely. Crucified last start. Um, won't be happening here. Uh, this is an easier field and uh, it will be winning here. $1.75 is stealing money. Should be $1.50, uh, $1.40. Get on now. That. You won't get it later. I was just thinking that, that, um, yeah. Might be time to bet now. Uh, it'll win. Not much more to add. The seventh is 1,800 metre handicap where uh, I am a little bit terrified of Sabak here, but I'm going to put uh, Flash Flood on top. Uh, I, I talked about it before it was saved from last week, but has been tremendously honest in some good form lines. It's going to get a, a nice run close to the pace from... Carlene Heffel, and you're getting 10 bucks to find out. It's on top from Ain't No Deal Done, who I was keen on at the Valley, and it looked after me quite well. I will stick with it here. Um, yeah, almost a race in two, but Sabak was very good <coughs> last time out. I And I know Forgot You's favourite has been one of ours, but I sort of just want to see it one more time here. Um, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going for Ain't No Deal Done here. Uh, it's a great win first up. Uh, no reason why it can't reproduce that. Um, third up here should have um, improved from that run. And uh, again, this is a reasonably average field here. So quite like the $5.50 and think it's going to be the hardest to beat. Beautiful. And we're going to wrap up with a benchmark 84 over the 1,400 metres. Take us home, Beaver. Yeah, interesting way to finish the day. I'm going to go with St. Lawrence. I'm going to forgive last start, uh, and I'm going to back up. I thought the other two runs were good. Uh, don't know what the go was last start. Um, kind of cross my fingers oh, and hope that uh, – what's that? It probably ridden too far forward. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought the same, and uh, I'm hoping um, – you know, if it won last start, it wouldn't be seven bucks. So I'm willing to forgive that. Obviously, the, the favourite is uh, flying at the moment. It's going to be hard to beat. Um, but one on top here. I'm sticking with the favourite. It's been in my stable since it got off the plane from New Zealand and hasn't let me down. It gets a nice run for Mickey D. Uh, all ducks aligning for it to run well again in the last from Pescaro, who dropped back in distance last time out and actually was quite strong through the line. Now I think straight back up to 14. Uh, we'll run well around the 14 bucks and yeah, I'll throw St. Lawrence uh, and Starlight Scope into a quaddy in the afternoon. Uh, but you can throw whatever horses you like into your quaddy for progroupracing.com.au. Yeah, starting race five, first leg, 
I'm going to go number 10, Fahibasan. Uh, number seven, Wasfold. Number two, Hennessy Lad. And number three, Flossing. In the second leg, race six, I'm going number one, Antino. Uh, into the third leg, race seven, I'm going number two, Sabark. Number nine, Aberfeldy Boy. Number 10, Ain't No Deal Done. Uh, number eight, Flash Flood. And number three, Fane. And then to finish the day, I'm going number 11, Rheinberg. Number one, St. Lawrence. Number seven, Dubai Poet. Number eight, Pescaro. And number 14, Dashing. Excellent. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, your best in value. Race six, number one, Antino is my best and the best for the weekend. And race five, number two, Hennessy Lad is my value bet. Uh, six one, Antino is the best at Sandown. It will win this time out uh, for the sake of not being a complete cop out. I, th I do think uh, race one, number two, Wishlaw Lad, if it gets to $3, uh, is, a, is a reasonable bet at that price. My value is in race uh, five, number two, Hennessy Lad, and race seven, number eight, Flash Flood. Uh, what do we got at Eagle Farm? Are you, I assume so you might uh, have a winner in the first and the last there, actually. On what day? Uh, whenever. Saturday. Let's go Eagle Farm Saturday. 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 Um, what, are, what other yeah, Queensland form have you done? Couple. Not, not much. Okay. Um, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't really like it. Um, I had race four, number 16, Mission of Love mm -hmm. on Saturday. I had number seven, race seven, number six, beast mode. I think it'll be super hard to beat. And then race eight, number nine, Shabbat Shibli. Beauty. Well, also race one, number eight, Mighty Willie. It's going to be hard to beat there. And race nine at number four, Zarastro can keep the picket fence going. Uh, I didn't have a lot else from around Australia. I think at Mornington, race seven, number four, Borna King will run well in the Mornington, what is it, the Ansett Classic, whatever it's called. Uh, coming to Melbourne at the right time. Uh, anything else for the weekend? Uh, that's it for the weekend for me, mate. Um, obviously, a few scratchings might uh, carry across a few races, so uh, might need to rework a little bit that as you go. Absolutely. But that has been Show Us Your Tips. Uh, as mentioned, check out progetracing.com.au. I'll try and get back with a sneaky preview of Warwick Farm and Sandown sometime Sunday afternoon for Monday. Uh, otherwise, tune in next week for our midweek preview again. Uh, good punning this weekend. Enjoy all the footy along the way. And uh, we'll talk soon. Bye. Ciao,